Welcome back to another episode of Talks Podcast, guys. What's going on? We are... What it do? Oh, as you hear, we have a virtual guest. Torian out of studio. Out of the stew, you know, because he's traveling the world and shit. Not really. No, don't say that. <laughs> he's not. Look, he's on not location. Really. Swat about to bust down. <laughs> go, 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 Quarantine. go. <laughs> no, we are... Um, this oh, be... they finally changed butt sex. What does it say now? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Let's <laughs> say something now. Well, we're back in the studio. This will be our last in-the-studio session for a while because COVID. Um, but, you know, here we are. But we're here. Um, so I'm your boy, Daka. And to my left on the phone, actually, damn, they're both to my right today. <laughs> um, to my right <laughs> on the phone. I was like, yo, I know I'm like, hi, but I know I'm on the right. Because <laughs> I know this is my right hand. <laughs> We on the same side. So. <laughs> Help. <laughs> anyway, hey Torian. <laughs> What's happening? He's here. He's here. And then we got the girl Nayo. <laughs> She's I'm got eating us. again. Like it's permanently her lunchtime every single time we're in the studio. I'm hungry. <laughs> we're all hungry. <laughs> You could have got Bojangles over I didn't want Bojangles. I just told you I'm trying not to eat things with fries. We didn't have to get fries. I would have made it cheaper. That's not the point. I want fries if I go to Bojangles. <laughs> I have no self-control. <laughs> oh, it's your fault. Anyway. All right. <laughs> it's your girl, that's Sunny Shakur. I believe that. Shmoney. Actually, there are people calling me Sunny. Sunny? They do? Mm-hmm. Huh. I haven't seen those people in years. But it pops up every now and then. It's like they're not here. Or right Yo-Yo. Now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. Are you gonna start calling me yo yo? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. But okay. Yeah, people call me yo yo. And you know, for years I didn't think I had nicknames. Because I gave them I, all my nicknames I've given myself. Like these are my <laughs> nicknames. <laughs> that is how they y'all are gonna call me. And then I realized, like, no, people actually do make up stuff for me. It's just those singular people, though. Mm. It's not it, something it, that it catches on. Like, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't spread. It's just like that one person calls me Sunny or Sunshine. Uh, I yeah. sunshine a lot. True. Very true. Well, we're back here. Hope everyone's had a better Dang. week. She's out. She was straight ice. Damn. Well, Jingle Sweet Tea, she's out. <laughs> so how's everyone's week been? Um, Semi-productive. Okay. Um, I didn't really do shit this week, but my homework. And I even turned that in late. But it got turned in. So, you know, that's why it's semi-productive. Um, me and Amara we, um me did some daughter. painting. We painted. My I don't have Daryl's artistry skills and every now and again Amara would um brush her paintbrush across my canvas. So I had to like, I kept trying to figure out like different ways to like implement whatever she put on my canvas into like another picture, but I'm not artistic, nor do I have any art skills or art finesse or anything like that. So it really was just me taking like the thickest, deepest colors and like painting over whatever she did over and over again and just like recovering the canvas. But it has like this, now it kind of has this sunset, sunrise look 
to it. I don't know. There's some but, nice gradients going on. Yeah. But it's just, you know, it's just, it's crap at the end of the day. <laughs> um, I'm a, the point is you And then together. when somebody asked, like, who made it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was Amara. Like, both of those. Both of those were Amara. <laughs> both were Amara. <laughs> so does that mean they become cute by association just because she did them? Yeah, because she did them. Oh, okay. yeah, it's like, not, oh, not because no, you're no. trash. If I did it, it'd be like, oh, these are trash. Damn. No, don't sell these. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, Fingers said you always got the Bojangles. Thank you, Phalanges, for being a part of the show. What up, Fingers? What up, Fingers? Birthday coming soon. July 4th. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Fingers yeah. Day. That is coming up. How are, um, well, Tori, first of all, how's your week been? My week was pretty cool. Um, it was very busy with work, but other than that, it's been, it's been pretty cool. I've been, um, a little more relaxed this week than the past couple of weeks, so I'll take that. There we go. That's good. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no time, ain't no time to be stressed. There's enough stress going on in the world right now. This is great. So yeah, we're all in the studio. This is like we were just saying. I was saying this is, sounds like a very you know produced um, production now. Sounds like very uh, Breakfast Club. Wendy Williams. Next caller. <laughs> How do you feel? Right. So what was the topic that your mom wanted to talk about? Because I know you oh, said yeah. you didn't want to talk about politics, but I had like something that I screenshotted that I wanted to mention. And okay. then um, I thought I did. Do I? Yes. And then um, I just posted something and everybody's like laughing and it kind of involves that sort of kind like third cousins. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, <laughs> well. My, so today's part of today's topic brought to you by Mama Helen Anderson. Hey, Mom. Hi. Um, <laughs> What's up, Mama? Uh, Helen. Mama Helen. She suggested that we share our thoughts on um, the new mask policy here in North Carolina. Oh, I kind of gave you some of my thoughts. I mean, you did. But you we'll, I got an inkling now. I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> Because <laughs> bad bitches wear anklets. Hell yeah. And they do. <laughs> but um, for those that don't know, outside of North Carolina, there might be similar things. I'm pretty sure there are similar things going on in your home states and territories. Um, North Carolina, we now have a mandatory mask law. If you are in public, either outside or inside, you must now wear a mask in situations where you cannot be six feet apart from other people or just being around people that are not in your direct household. Um Personally, don't see how that was any different than anything before. I've been wearing a mask out in public. But as we all know, mm -hmm. a lot of people have not and continuing are not doing so because they feel like it is stepping on their right to do to do so of which with their body. They say, if you want, if I want to get the COVID, I'll get the COVID. So, yeah. How y'all feel about that? <laughs> um, Before I dive into how I feel about that, would you consider this topic political? You know, I think people have made it political. So, yeah, I guess we're going to talk about politics today. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my overall point. Because <laughs> he was like, he was like, Helen was like, what y'all going to talk about? I don't know. I just don't want to talk about politics. But here's this topic, political. <laughs> so we're going to talk about politics today. <laughs> um, no, I, I, 
I just feel like it's going to turn into chaos because people forget stuff all the time. And, you know, you pat yourself now. Oh, damn, I forgot my keys. Oh, damn, I forgot my wallet. Oh, damn, I forgot this. Mm-hmm. So if you forget your mask, but you got to go, mm-hmm. um, you don't have time to run back to the house and you doing whatever you got to do to get to wherever you got to get to. And people are, um, you know, out of like if you get stopped by the cops mm-hmm. i just feel like it's gonna be that one cop that's gonna choose to be a dick about the situation because it should be oh you don't have a mask here we have some masks to provide you true not true. you don't have a mask do you get fined or ticketed or arrested so or anything that's the thing. I, as far as what the repercussions are for that like legally um I'm not sure. I don't think there should be any legal any. repercussions. I feel like there shouldn't be legal repercussions. 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 I'm very country today. <laughs> Repetition that cannot. Um, but no, I I feel like there should um if you're like being malicious, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. have a if there's a grocery store that clearly has a sign or any store yeah. that says you have to wear a mask past this point, just like how they say you have to wear shirts, shoes and socks or no service, not, you know, yeah. but, and then you're like, no, I'm going to fucking go into this damn store and you're being right. belligerent about it. Then I think that there should be mm-hmm. an interference with the law. But if I'm just walking down the street or, um, and that's why I'm really thinking, like, I'm in, like, this open area. Mm-hmm. Then I don't feel like, you know, at that point, you stay over there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to stay over here. We're in this very open area. We should not be any closer yeah. than what, you know, we, should, we shouldn't be close. So it's just, like you said, at that point, if you're choosing to expose yourself, that's completely up to you. And it's up to everybody else to take their precautions that they yeah. need to take. Like, that's just what driving you drive to you yeah. drive and save. You're not hoping everybody else around right. you. Yeah. Okay. Before I get my Torian, yeah. what you got? Before I get my my thought on that. <clears throat> um, I I mean I I have the original thought that you had. It, you know we've all, I've always been wearing the mask, right? Um, but I think where it's gonna get interesting or where it can get interesting is like Naya was just saying, as far as individuals being in public. Where you know, how do you, how do you really control that? Like, it, are there any legal repercussions to that? Uh, I do know from reading the, I guess the details about it in press release and everything <laughs> of that nature, that there is the whole thing of you can be charged with trespassing mm-hmm. inside a store or restaurant if you do not adhere to, um, and if they do not make you know their patrons adhere to wearing a mask they can be charged anywhere starting at twenty uh two thousand dollars up to mm-hmm. ten thousand so i think that holds them accountable to hold people accountable but that i just, think we're going to start seeing those videos like we've been seeing everywhere else yeah. of people getting put out of stores and people you know being pissed off about it because it's taking up their freedoms or whatever the case that it may be yeah i i think i think that's <gasps> We can start playing sound bites. Oh God! <laughs> oh, we could. Okay, <laughs> we just had an aha moment. Okay. Anyway, but no. Um, I agree with that. Um, I think my thought on it with the governor making it a mandate now, I think, is to kind of help back up. At least my mind is like to help back up, like what a lot of those businesses have already been doing 
of putting up mm-hmm. that sign saying, you know, no masks before, by this point, you know, you can't come in. And people taking that and running with like, well, you can't tell me I can't. Da, da, da. I was like, well, actually, right, right. the governor said I can. So yeah. what you want to do? And I have a 40 that, second you know, soundbite of a Thomas being upset. Can that, I play is that, it? Is that the male form of a Karen? A Thomas? That's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. All right. I was going to say, I thought it was Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Come on, let's hear Thomas. Kevin Chase. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got. Channing. Let's see this goes through. Okay. We are being lied to. Our freedoms are being taken forever. And I will not be muzzled like a mad dog. And I will not have my health destroyed because you idiots can't figure, can't read truth. You go along with the lies that are the people well, who are trying to that. take down our freedoms and destroy our country. That's unfortunate. This is sick. You ought to be ashamed of yourself for being a part of this. And I will not be muzzled. And, my, and it's time for us to stand up for our freedom. Because if we stand back and let these pieces of crap handle our freedoms, we will have nothing left. Pretty, I'm sending it to you, Torian. Pretty much, it, okay. it's him saying that he will not be muzzled. He will not let his freedoms be stripped away from him. And that we're choosing to believe lies and all that other stuff. And, like, to an extent, I understand that because... Jesus Christ. It's like, it, it's back and forth, it's back and forth, it's back and forth. And something that we have learned, or I have personally learned about our government, about how the system works, is that they're liars. They're liars, they're manipulators, and there's something, there's always something else that they're doing. They're orchestrators. They're just playing us like little puppets, and I just feel like we're being whipped back and forth. Oh, wear your mask. Oh, don't wear your mask. Oh, you can wear these as masks. Oh, no, now you can't wear those as masks. That's why I really don't trust doctors because it's always a trial and error thing with us. We're guinea pigs. And, you know, I've, I've had doctors just give me prescriptions because they're like, I don't know what you have. It's going to take two to three days to get um, the results okay. back to that. So here's these prescriptions. And, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll kill, you know. If you don't have it, you're not going to die from taking the pills, but, you know, whatever, it'll kill whatever's in you. And it's just like, you don't even know what's wrong with me. And you're just giving me prescriptions to, um, to you know, fix whatever. And it's just like that's, that's unprofessional, in my opinion. And then on top of, like, I, and I just feel like that with these masks. They're just telling us different stuff because one, Trump may very well just be like pushing on them to send stuff out and have them mm-hmm. make some form of a statement and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then it's, or I don't know. I just, I really do feel like this is orchestrated. I don't know what to believe. I do believe that I'd rather be safer than sorry, but sure. I don't really know what to believe because I do know that, you know, they, they be playing with us and they be manipulating us. I can agree with that. Sure. Um, I think, and I said it from the beginning, I was like, I would rather us have done too much to be like safe and flatten the curve and whatever have you else. And then find out five months later, it's like, oh, eh, it was fine all along. I'd rather us just do that and then just knock it out. Because at this point, like, again, it's, it's bigger than just like your, you know, preference to wear a mask or not. Like, because of this fear of what's going on and the unknowns of everything, people are not working. <laughs> people aren't like, you know, stuff that, you know, would normally happen right now. Budgets are getting cut. People are losing jobs. Um, healthcare workers are overwhelmed with all types of stuff. Yep. Like, and all this is because we have not done anything to at least get to a point where it's like, okay, 
we were down at like two cases a day or whatever it is to like be deemed safe and operational again. And it's really affecting our whole livelihoods as a whole. It's like, so my thing is just like, y'all, can we just stop? Like, if that's what they're saying for right now, whether you trust it or not, just fucking do it. <laughs> like, really, just do it and get it over with. Like, yeah. And, and I will but say, you know, go ahead, go ahead. But you know, the, the biggest problem with it, ever, with it all is our lack in leadership from the top. Um, in the beginning, you had the president of the United States telling his base basically that there's nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. And now you had the governors who really want to be up his ass, um, Florida and Texas, pushing to open up early. And then let's not forget about Florida mm-hmm. actually being exposed for, you know, covering up their cases and the deaths from COVID-related cases, and then firing the lady that had the model and put that out there and, you know, exposed them for it, they ended up firing her after, you know, she spoke up about it. And now we're in a situation where they're begging people, I'm not going to mandate you to wear a mask, but I'm going to I'm gonna beg you to wear a mask now so that we, I, don't have to close down or shut down my state again just to still try to appease to Trump who still floats around talking about it's not a big deal. No, I'm not going to wear a mask. And you have these people that are strongly behind him. And that's why we have, you know, like the, the soundbite of Thomas and all these different Kevins and Karens. And then even in Florida, there's other videos, the lady talking about, I don't wear a mask just like I don't wear pennies. Certain things need to air out. Like it's not the same thing. So, you know, when you have that, you have those people that are strongly behind him and listen to every single word they say. They're not going to listen to the scientists. They're not going to listen to the data because he simply puts out everything is fake news and they feel the same way. And until they get it and die or get sick enough to be put on the ventilator, which is now again being put at levels where you might not get it. Yeah. Then they're going to want to be crying and want somebody to pray for them. And then you'll still have some of the ones like Thomas and the rest of them that's still going to be extreme and be like, nope, I don't care. I did it for my country. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Freedom of expression. Exactly. And it's just like, and I saw, and I was having this conversation the other day and we were talking and pretty much the whole issue is us as Americans, we are a very individualistic society. Um, Nothing as far as we see it with the fact that we can't even damn grant everyone fucking civil rights, you know, like we don't care about each other. (laughs) We don't care about the good of the nation and the country like we say we do, you know what I'm saying? Like if we did, we'd be like, hey, y'all, all right, let's make a collective effort to like, you know, fix this shit. Wear your mask and maybe we can flatten the curve. That's why all these other countries are back open now. And now it's so funny that now just how Trump was like, oh, we're putting travel bans on people coming into the country. Now these other countries are like, yeah, y'all niggas, y'all Americans, y'all can't come over here. No yeah. <laughs> I just read I just read that um, article about that this morning where the, the entire EU was like, no. And then um, you have Fiji, Australia, and the rest of them down in that area that have banned together to say nope. And Canada is still saying nope. So I'm like, when Canada for tells the first you no, time, that's how you know it's a problem. When Canada tells you no, it's a problem. We're literally God. right next door. Right there. So it's just it's just one of those things where for the first time in modern history, 
America is being told you can't come here. And as more countries, you know, go into that, that's just what it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be different because as Americans, we feel entitled that we should be the ones shutting the borders and not people closing the borders off to us. But, you know, we'll see how that play out. So, I don't know. I will be. I'll be interested to see how many people um, continue to adamantly not wear masks out in public places and stuff of that nature going forward in the next few weeks, and then see what kind of you know uh, yeah. actions will actually be taken against those folks. Um, like I said, y'all get stupid. I ain't getting stupid with you. So that's that's just how that's going <laughs> to be. On that's that. right. <laughs> um. Anyway, move on. Uh, Niall, did you? Was that your thing that you had, or is it something different you had? Something different. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. What's Niall got going on over here? No, I just um I seen this floating around a lot, so I thought um I read it on the show today and just I read it. We've made it clear about how we feel about what I'm about to read, but yeah. So it says, hear me out. Imagine you need your engine fixed for your car. You can take it to the mechanic. And he says, come back in three days. In three days, you return to the car and it has a new paint job. All the interior stains are gone. Windows are tinted and you got new rims. You are shocked and tell the mechanic, thank you. I can't wait to drive it back home. And he replies, I didn't fix the engine yet. We appreciate the streets with Black Lives Matter signs painted on them, statues being removed, and major corporations hopping on board. But none of that matters if we don't fix the issue of systematic racism in this country. Our communities are not suffering because of Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's. If you really want to help, fix the damn engine like we asked. True. So, yeah, just about all this symbolism that they're doing. Oh, I have another soundbite, but we don't have to play it now. Where there was pretty much... um talking about George Floyd but they didn't know the man's name and I believe it was George Floyd that they were talking about because that would only make sense to me but mm-hmm. they could have been talking about several other people but at the end of the day they were talking about victim mm-hmm. of police brutality and they didn't know his name and it was just like very embarrassing and it was the lady with the kente cloth oh Pelosi mm-hmm. oh lord and so it was just like mm-hmm. very embarrassing like are you kidding me like why are you, one how you gonna come unprepared like when i see stuff like that it really pisses me off because i think about like when we're raised in school and stuff and i don't know if this was just how people treated me as a black person or this is just how all people were raised y'all can't really give me a different perspective because y'all two are black but <laughs> um i can probably say it's probably because you're a black person. but <laughs> it was just like you know we'll do stuff in class and it'll be you know goofing off or something like that like we had a tv production class where like we created new every day we did a news show and stuff um so every day we do like a news show and um if you're like in the class you're like creating movies and all this other stuff and like if we were like goofing off or playing when you get out in the real world it's all about professionalism you have to know your lines you have to be able to read off the teleprompter properly you have to be able to do this you have to be able to do that and it's like when you watch news today they be joking, they be messing up, all this other stuff, and they're still professionals. Mm-hmm. And then you have this person who's a, you know, a high up in the political government, and she obviously didn't come prepared. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, how are these people allowed to be so unprepared, allowed to be so unprofessional, according to my teachers and other adults? But you know, if I do those things, it's like unprofessional, uncalled for, and there's no coming back from it. Mm-hmm. 
So it's just that's just how I feel when I see stuff like that. Like how how do you come so unprepared and to not know who you're talking about? Yeah. Like even if I can't pronounce the person's name, I know who the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna try to say the name, and then I'm gonna say I, I'm I'm sorry for not pronouncing this correctly. Not that you can mispronounce George Floyd, but like I said, I didn't watch the clips. So I don't know. If that's what she was talking about, I just seen all the comments of people just being utterly disgusted with the fact that she went up on stage and didn't know who the hell she was talking about. Yeah. And so it's just like, how dare you? Yeah. But you're going to bow on your knees I'm for a pic for a photo that. op. I am still And I'm still going to do something about that, do something with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, st- I'm still upset about who came up with that idea. <laughs> like. And like, and, and people make jokes, but like, it's, I really do feel bad for like the one to two to three black people yeah. they be having on their team that they go to and ask these stupid ass questions or ask mm-hmm. to complete this damn test or even if they don't the ones who get ignored mm-hmm. and then watch the the other white interns complete the fucking dumb ass test and it's like yeah i could have stopped y'all mm-hmm. i could have did it better mm-hmm. like but it, like it's this. just like do you want to be the person involved do, helping them with their coonery or do you want to be on the back lines thinking like i, I could have helped you but whatever it be coons like yeah i don't even know which line to fall on but it's just like i feel bad for those people having to be around such yeah. ignorance and people who say they understand but clearly don't <laughs> like when old no, buddy uh, was crying at george floyd funeral like get the fuck off stage yeah, right like you don't like, have the oscar like, goes too yeah like you don't even know this man <laughs> like i get being sad and all the other stuff but there's like points when you said when somebody makes an incredible speech when like that song that gospel song hits you a little too hard and like it, it, the spirit goes through you now you got a few tears in your eyes because you can't believe such a tragic thing happened but i don't i'm you walking up there blubbering like a fucking baby mm-hmm. touching his gold cat i don't need no fucking gold casket i'm dead like it's just it's just True. so much stuff like yeah. all this symbolism like what are you going to do about the fact that i died um, do y'all did y'all see the video of the um dude who was part of um George Floyd's murder? The police officer and he was in a grocery store and a girl was like, "Why are yeah, you walking buying, around buying fucking Oreos? Like mm-hmm. it's okay." Yeah, and there were people <laughs> like, "Oh, I, I, I kind of feel bad that he has to live with this," and it's just like I feel bad that he had to live with. It. First of all, uh-uh. it, it, I think it goes to show that how he was extremely too comfortable for me mm-hmm. um, because how could she be comfortable enough? Not one in the pandemic, not to even have a mask on Two, Officer. you ain't even try to disguise yourself. Like you, you had no mm-hmm. problem going out doing whatever you were doing full blown. No, not even a hat, not sunglasses, anything. And then you confidently, confidently says, yeah, it's me. Like when she yeah. was trying to, see like wait is this really this person you confidently yeah it's me and then when she started laying into you now you want to oh i'm gonna leave i'm getting out of here you want to try to de-escalate yourself or whatever but you shouldn't have been out in the first place you really should. and I'm, I'm sure his attorney probably has told him that but it's up to him to listen well, because at any at any rate i'm gonna try you you his attorney has to protect him mm-hmm. because right now he is a moving target it don't matter. People don't care. And the, the fact that he's now a former officer, which means he's not protected right now, currently, it's all game for anybody to just pop, you know, pop off while he's walking wherever he's at. Um, and let me just put a PSA out there. That's not to send a signal to uh, 
try to shoot the guy because no, we all know how people we don't want to take stuff. If he if he died before you know, George Zimmerman, what are y'all doing? I mean, that's, that that was gonna be my question. Like, that's honestly, true. truly, like I I just saw that like the gun that George Zimmerman used like got auctioned off for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, he makes like, money yeah, off of that, that stuff. That, he was teaching yeah. like classes. About st- like some bullshit. I don't know if it was about standing your ground or gun laws or being the able dude, to have you. But he was like teaching classes. Like he he profited off. The of dude killing was making money, boy. literally signing, <laughs> literally signing Skittle bags, empty bags like, of Skittles. Like how and autographing that. Yourself? Like he he was monetizing that. Because and then when people called him out in Texas where he moved to, he wanted to get mad about it. Where he's at now, reportedly back in Florida. Who knows? But I was one of those people like, houses do not dig it because I don't get it. I, I'm really wondering, like, you know, because, I mean, we talk about she belongs to the streets now. He belongs to the streets now. I'm just saying, like, and again, no, we're those not saying go kill that man. I know it is. But I was, but <laughs> two damn different it. references. <laughs> I know it is. I know it is. Damn it. But what I'm trying to say is that, like, like you said, these people are not, quote unquote, not protected anymore, right? Like, what is stopping right, right. Anybody, not just us black folk, anybody from just popping them off. And no, I'm not. We're not saying to do that, but that's a question, a legit question. What is? I play Roddy Rich right now, right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but no, um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand, and I think going back to the officer, it's like it just shows his lack of. He doesn't. He doesn't care. He doesn't, he doesn't care. care. He doesn't care. He's wa- it's a badge of honor for him that he murdered. Yeah, because there's people. He got pat. He yeah. There are people in rage, but there was a people who he really cared about, whose opinions who re- he really finds to strongly um, matter to him, who were patting him on the back, who was telling him what's up, thanks for getting that nigger. That's one mm-hmm, less. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the club. You're white now. For now, you're you're low tier yeah. white. I mean, think <laughs> think about the three the three that got caught on tape in Wilmington oh, yeah, this past week. I mean, they're not they're not the only three in that police department, Absolutely as not. well as across the country, that just hasn't gotten caught on the hot mic saying the same shit, you know, about starting a race war and, and, and going I, to kill as many niggas as they can. I like, saw that and I was just like, okay, so now they have free time to go and do everything that they say you didn't you didn't arrest them you didn't put them in jail you literally gave them more time more anger more motivation because no it wasn't that their words um Mm -hmm. were fucked up it was that you sensitive as what they're what they think (laughs) is coonery you white fucking sympathizers out here trying to uphold an image you know damn well we should be killing these niggers but you just want to be politically correct and you know what we saying is right so we gotta lose our damn jobs because of these damn niggers that's how they think they don't think i'm fucked up Mm -hmm. they think Mm -hmm. you're pretending to be okay because you're just trying to make it look good and you agree with me and you know i'm right and you know we should be doing these things but and i shouldn't have have lost my job so now yeah. i really need and to i think what adds to that fire what you're saying is like retaliating because of that yeah even more so because it's a black police chief that fired them oh yeah for saying the shit that they said so now they have even more ammunition got these nick got these niggers up high and in the goddamn exactly. police department but what is so but, you know that's even more motivation mm-hmm. for them because they're like you said they're not locked up and for me that would be like 
wouldn't that be the same thing as when oh when old dude blew uh blew up Oklahoma? Like, isn't that the same thing as being a homegrown terrorist? Yeah, isn't that is that is is this so my question is okay, you fired them because obviously what they said was enough for them to lose their job over, but and they're very serious about doing it. So why what 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 does it take to bring a charge against them? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because is is it gonna have to get to that point where they actually do it and no. then they get See, arrested for it? Like I was watching right. um, you know, these like law and order shows and you, you get the political jargon and what I really learned for the most part is it's just a it don't matter what the fuck you say. It's just really up to whoever the fuck has to make the decision. That's really who's it up to. If the person who has to make the decision at the very beginning decides, I'm not going to listen to either side and I'm going to just make a decision based on what I feel, then that's it. Like, it, it really depends. If the jury, no matter how many people you pick, if, like, those people, it, it really don't matter because it's all hearsay. That's, like, the stupid shit where I'm on the jury and somebody says something, and then the judge goes, the jury would disregard that. I'm a fucking, I, what am I supposed to do? Rewind oh, yeah, myself yeah. and delete that sentence out of my memory and but disregard? That's why they, do that. that's why they like, do that. They put it out there because they know it's like, well, you heard it. You can't yeah, unhear like, it. But exactly. I shouldn't have said it, but you can't unhear it. Exactly. So. And that's just like, that just doesn't make sense. And then, like, a lot of lawyers, they do stuff and they work, they're really, and I was thinking about, like, if I was ever on the stand and I really had to defend myself, like, a lawyer battering me and all that other stuff. No, that's exactly what it is. It's like, so it, it, it is all hearsay. And it's the jury of your peers thing, it's like, I don't know if that it doesn't work. I think the whole thing yeah. is our whole justice criminal system, every single thing is completely fucked up and mm -hmm. wrong. It needs to be completely rethought. <laughs> so, Which he'll never be. And that's what our overall argument was when I was reading that thing, yeah. that like, that's what we want. Yeah. That's what we want. Want you to rethink the whole system. I don't want. I saw this lady got. Um, God damn it! I saw this lady got like a hundred and pretty much life. Mm -hmm. We're still in a jacket, and then um, the this other lady got like 10, 20 years probation for hanging a toddler. Oh God! Yeah, I saw that. And it's like, how yeah. do you get? How are you yeah. sitting in this courtroom crying? You hung a toddler. Mm -hmm. You deserve. You should have just walked your ass in jail. You didn't get the death yeah. penalty, so you should just be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just a jail life." Like you're yeah. fucked up. You're sick in the head, but you're gonna be able to be let back. But this black woman stole a jacket. She has life. No, life. Like the homeless, the homeless mother who lied about her address. So yeah, you could go to school and they put her in jail. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fucking. That's sick. Yeah. That is so fucking sick. Like, she's just trying to take care of a child. She's, that's all she's right. doing. Have y'all ever watched The Handmaid's Tale? I just started. I haven't yet. Mm -hmm. Well, there's this scene where... Um, do you know the overall premise? Yeah. Okay. So there's this scene where... Um, oh, I guess if you don't know the overall premise, it's pretty much like you're living how you're living your life right now today. And then they just decided that women don't work... Don't do nothing. It's the man's world. The man, you know, she can't even buy prescription pills without her husband um, signing off on them or her father or her brother. And, um, like, it, that's just how they live. So she went to go pick up her daughter because um, her daughter had a fever. But they had 
she was at work. She didn't have her phone next to her. They called her a few times. She didn't answer. Um, and then when she called them back, she said, oh, they're at the hospital. She's like, she's at the hospital for a fever? Like, that, you know, the fever wasn't that high. And she had mentioned on the phone, yeah, she was a little warm when she woke up this morning, but I just gave her some children's Tylenol. So when she got there, the nurse was like, did you give her children's Tylenol because working is more important than um, being a mother is to you? And um, did you decide that, like, you were just, like, just battering her? Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, that's so fucking disgusting. She's really, she was really trying to be a mom. She was really, like, thinking, like, oh, this fever isn't too bad. She's fine. She's operating well. She hasn't thrown up. She's not coughing. She's just a little warm. Let me just give her this Tylenol that's prescribed for children to help her fever. And you're treating me like I endangered my child. I endangered all the children around my child. And I don't care for my child's safety or well-being. And you're about to call CPS. And you're about to destroy my whole life because you have this person. Also, the, the daughter is, like, mixed and the mom's white. So when, are you her biological mom? Yeah. Hmm. That hum was, you slept with a black man. And I know this is all a TV show and whatnot, but this shit happens. And it's like people really be, like, intervening in the lives of children or uh, like pe- people who really are trying to take care of their kids but don't have the ability to truly take care of their kids. And instead of helping, that's what I was saying earlier. Okay, you see me without a mask, give me a mask. Don't give me a fine. Don't arrest me. If you see something going on, ask me if I need help. Ask me what can I do to make your living situation better so that I have the resources to, so that this doesn't happen again. Don't try to instantly completely strip me away from my parenthood if I'm not doing if I'm drugging my child every damn day, that makes sense. But if I gave my child the right amount of prescription Tylenol to help a fever, which is prescribed for, why the fuck am I being asked these questions that might send me to jail and my child to CPS? Mm-hmm. That's that's ridiculous. And I just like it just shows how our system is, fictional or not, like th- that's how their focus is. They just wanna arrest everybody and take everybody that they feel don't fit into their mold mm-hmm. and get rid of us. That's true. Heavy, but true. Which leads into the next thing. So there's all the conversation about what to do with the police, right? Like, what do we actually want people to do with the police? There's abolishing, mm-hmm. and then there's defunding. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out, like the difference well i mean i I get i guess i get the difference but you know what i guess it is i I don't think that the the police should have multi-million dollar technology Mm -hmm. if they're going to have all that then they need to be trained better yes i think that's what i want i want them to be trained better Mm -hmm. i want the training to last way longer than a few months i want there to be psychological testing i want there to be i want it to be redone Right now, everybody who's there, I don't care if you've been in, because there are places, do you know that I can be a corner and like, I'm wrong state, but I'm going to say like Wyoming, just by like um, being elected, not going to school, not getting any medical training, but if I get elected, I can be one. And me and my mom was recently talking about this because um, I forgot who it was, but he just like bought somebody's um autopsy and that's what and he was elected he he doesn't have any training so 
the fact that there are states that still stick by that, that, oh, we, we can elect our sheriff, we can elect these people into this position. I do believe that there should be democracy amongst things, but why? What, what credentials do, do these people have? Even in politics, what credentials did Trump really have no. to be the president? Like, the he, fact that... that he, was a man, he, was, he was over 30... Yeah, uh, white and live and was born 30, in America. Born that, in America. That, that guy set a, a dangerous precedent for people running for president moving forward. That's like, um, like, well, Arnold he, hasn't he done has no political experience or education. Yeah, like it's just anybody can run for anything, and and that worked way, 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 way back in the day, or whatever. It really didn't work, but you know, f- for that time, I can understand why it was like that. Because not a lot of people had educations. But you got these people going to school, poli-sci, criminal justice, stuff like that. Like, if I'm going to be the leader of HUD, there should be a whole bunch of classes and stuff that I've taken help me understand housing and all those other developmental things and what it means Mm -hmm. to make those things better or worse, the history of it. I should have that education. I shouldn't be able to just, like, apply and maybe I get it. Like, you know, get voted into it because I put up enough buttons and made enough pushes and talked to enough people Mm -hmm. and raised enough palms. Mm -hmm. Like, I should should truly earn this position. What the fuck are we all going to college for? Pretty and grad school for if like everybody school. can just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, our whole electoral system is like high school, essentially. Whole popularity contest. It is a popularity contest. Yeah, uh, which is why we have the popular vote and the regular vote, or whatever mm-hmm. that it's called. I forget what the actual term is. The electoral. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure, and I wasn't trying to be wrong. Right. <laughs> also, though, and you know, and I said this wasn't going to be a political ep- political episode. And Super I lied. political. Super political. Super political. Because next political topic, um, <laughs> Washington D.C. Um, and I forget. Let me pull. Uh, I don't know, I remember. But essentially, long story short, I don't have my facts and figures in front of me, but they have made it past the first voting round to have D.C. become a state. The yeah, that doesn't make that. sense. Speak on it from DMV area. It don't make sense. <laughs> it's not, it's a district. Okay, first of all, it's not even a city. And that's the well, I guess it's a city, but it, it's a fucking district. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, it's and not... the argument that, the, the larger argument that mainly coming from Republicans, because all It's in the middle of Maryland. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to figure out how does Maryland fit into this? Because I used to live in Hinesville, and it's literally like a bridge. Like, yeah. part of my bridge, Maryland. The other half of the bridge, D.C. Yeah. So, you go to Silver Spring. You strive straight down. You could be on Georgia Avenue in Maryland, or you could be on Georgia Avenue in D.C. It's the same Georgia Avenue. I'm really confused. Like, yeah. how is it a state? Well, the only won. the only thing that I can see help in that situation is how they cur- DC currently operates as its own thing right. already. Yeah, um, but that's why it's called the District of right. Columbia. But that's the only that's the only thing I can see that helps them to b- make it easier or make that case of becoming an actual state, being that they already have their own allocated resources, mm-hmm. their own borders, and everything of that nature as far as within a certain area. To become a state, um, okay. I was surprised that I was surprised to hear that for DC um, a little a little bit because first I thought, well, why not? Why wasn't the push for Puerto Rico over DC? Puerto Rico 
to become the 51st state. Puerto Rico well, they have they have they have been trying. They actually have been trying for a long time because they actually get more resources from the government to help themselves build up. So they've because been trying the government for decades. Stops them from being able to build up. That's true. Right, but if they are a state, they automatically get resources poured into them from the national level true. without having to ask for it. Yeah. So that's why they've been trying to push for being a state and recognized as a state. Um, so that that really made me wonder. Although I don't you know, even understand Republicans if you're Trump U.S. territory, how are you not a state? Mm-hmm. That's why. I'm, well, I don't know. I guess just how um, D.C. is not a state, but I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't get how you're U.S. territory, but we can't. We don't help you. Like you're our territory. Yeah. But I mean, figure it's it just out. like the Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands yeah. is territories in Guam as well, but they don't get as much resources as every other state does because they're a state. But so, aren't they still you know, considered... as far as resources go, they don't get and a see, push. I just at feel it. like they're getting they're getting stuff taken away. I feel like that's all that's all I'm hearing is that we bleed from these places, but we don't give them nothing back because. Well, that's like every we own that's, you. that's essentially what we're doing we're imperialists we don't call it that mm-hmm. but we're imperialists that's we're doing, we've done nothing different than what england did to every country mm-hmm. all over the world Spain, they're trying to be France. great britain essentially it, we tried so hard to break away from great britain and everything that they did and yet here we are only thing is we just don't have a king <laughs> and essentially I mean, at this point you know what i'm saying um but what I what I understood about the DC situation is they're trying to make it like how Vatican City is. You know, Vatican City is right in the middle of Rome, but it's mm-hmm. considered its own it's, a, it's its own country, essentially. Right. You know, right. so it's a city state. So that's just for the textbooks. Yeah. They already doing their own shit. That's really it's just yeah. it's and once again, all I ask is for you to arrest the people who killed Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm. That's all I ask. Once again, all I ask is for you to arrest and keep in jail. The people who killed George Floyd. All I ask for you, arrest the you know the people who killed Tamir Rice. You know that's all I ask. But y'all go ahead and change the laws <laughs> to make DC a state. When what I ask for you to do is change the laws to make the people who are out here murdering with a badge able to get the consequences that you so think that the rest of the world deserves when they break these laws. That's all I ask. That's all I. That's all I really fucking ask. Like, I really don't understand how that's so hard, but y'all passing these laws so quick to figure out a way to keep us rattled and cattled and prodded and all this other shit, but you can't change the laws so quick to make sure that the people who are fucking up and causing, truly causing all these demonstrations and protests and riots... You know, just hold them responsible. That's all we ask. Just They're hold them responsible. Because, number one, they don't want to. Because, two, there's no monetary gain from it. There's monetary mm-hmm. gain. They in jail. If it's monetary gain mm-hmm. for all these fucking black people to be in jail, it's monetary gain for these motherfuckers to be in no, jail. because white lives matter yeah. more, apparently. But, you know, what I do What I do really <laughs> appreciate, though, um, with a lot of stuff that they've passed in the past week or whatever, is the police reform bill so just to give a little back back story the republicans were trying to you know republicans in the senate not house was trying to push their reform bill it got squashed by senate democrats they didn't have enough votes um 
And so that got squashed. That led the House Democrats to go ahead and push where they don't actually have to have the Senate votes on it. Um, they did name it the George Floyd bill, um, but it is the bill that his brother had been um, working with Congress Rep. Bass um, with as well, um, which is one that he really wanted pushed. Um, not last week, but week before last, I saw an interview with him um, and found out through that interview that he, George Forrest brother, uh, Philanese, will be actually going to appear in front of the United Nations regarding everything around George Floyd and other black people who have been killed in the United States by police um, for being black and others as far as, you know, the racial injustice in the United States. Um, so granted, we have a lot of things that are in, in front of us that we see, but I think there's something bigger happening on the back end with this man being invited to the United Nations regarding what has happened to his brother and other black people in America by the police and racist white people that just think they are the police to be able to take that to an international front and stage and talk about that on, you know, even though it's a little behind the scenes right now, there's power in that. And that power supersedes anything that's going on within the United States at this point. So what, would want to i guess what would be the idea what would come out of those conversations like ideally so i ideal would be a push towards the united states by all all the countries involved <laughs> to make something happen because that's normally what we do to make something happen to another country the issue with that or a few issues i see with that is i don't want that to escalate into anything what we know it as from our end with the United Nations. When an America has to go to the United Nations to defend citizens of another country, typically it's to get the other countries involved and on the same page and on board to press that country's leader and leadership to form policies and, and implement policies and laws and all that good stuff. And if they don't, Normally, that leads to, okay, well, if they're not going to adhere to our demands, we're invading that country to make it happen. Uh -huh. um, so that's the that's the, the biggest downfall that I, I see with that, because at this point, other nations, if they're meeting at the UN about what's going on towards Black people in America, especially with the police and with this current president we have, they see a lack of leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. And with that lack of leadership, it will be a reverse of what we do when we go into other places to spread so-called democracy if policies are not put into place. Got it. Okay. So in a way, it could almost go one or two ways. You do what the fuck we tell you to do. Or we invade you. <laughs> or we going to come and make it happen. History. Literally. Oh, wow. Okay, well, all right, there's that. Um, so, final thoughts on this. Um, projections for the 2020 election. All right, Ooh. how do y'all feel? All right, so I'll start. Um, I'm truly trying to be an optimist on these things, um, but essentially I feel... I would like to say there's no way this man will get reelected, but I know that's a lie. Um, 
I just, I really just at this point with everything going on, like outside of the racial justice piece, but with the economy and coronavirus and all the other things mm-hmm. that his administration has just been inept to handle. And we're seeing the clear economic and social impact of that. I just don't see how it would make sense for anyone to still stick behind this man's politics and reelect him into office. Oh, there are some idiots. And one thing we've learned is that there are a lot more idiotic people in this world than there are um, people intelligent with common sense. Common sense not common. That's so it, it's just that a lot true. of people who, um, who just, like, I don't pay attention to stuff, being honest. I pay attention to some stuff, obviously, but I'm, I'm not, like, fully in debt. I don't know. I really don't even know who's running anymore. I think it's Biden. He's the only one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. My, my oh. prediction, although it's gonna, I think it's gonna be a tight race. Um, in some spots, I think Biden will definitely blow him out, but overall, I think it'll be a tight race. But four more years. I, I don't think he deserves four more years. Hey, what does the law he, he exactly say about running for president more than twice? It it, it says it can't be. It you cannot can't be done. Does it however, say? I got, however, I'm looking. I want the exact a words. A president can be vice president. That's it's just true. never been done before. There's nothing against a, a president being vice president. Um, but I think. I think what's going to help Biden win is who he picks for VP. He, I thought and, he picked um, Keisha Bottoms. No, she's a, she's in the top to the um, top four right now. They're down to the top four. Um, I was actually Biden surprised Bottoms. to see Keisha Keisha in there for um, over Stacey Abrams, but mm. it is what it is. I can get that though with current events going on. Yeah, I don't think he needs right now from what reports are saying, Kamala is, is like trending as number one pick. Mm-hmm. I don't think he needs to pick Kamala. If he picks Kamala, it's not going to be a great issue for him. It's not going to be a great help. Um, and I say that because of her, not so much of her experience in, as a senator and running for president. That's what gives her the up. But her overall experience as a prosecutor um, mm-hmm. and having such a high rate of actually prosecuting and locking up people more black men than anything in the state of California for drug related offenses. And that's what people don't like about her. Right. People already hate Biden for the crime bill. So adding that to it, that's not going to help. She would be great at attorney general. That's where I think she should be pointed to or stay in Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, given the this current circumstances, I think he would do a great job with, um, Val Deming. Um, she she was one of the House managers that argued an impeachment for Trump, but she is also a former the former uh, the former police chief of Orlando PD, which then you know still gives a little bit, but I think that gives him an insight to be able to work with her directly to know how the insides of a police station and that mindset of the police in all of that works in order to handle police reform. Because, I mean, whether Trump is in or Biden is in, that's going to be the biggest things over the next four to eight years. 
Got it. I can see it. Okay. Now, did you find what you were looking for? Kind of. I think it's stupid. Pretty much it said <laughs> that they only came up with the two-term thing because George Washington did, didn't want to be president anymore, so they decided that that meant um, presidents. It was an unspoken rule that presidents, you know, just do the eight years and be done because that might be pretty much enough mental strength on you as a being. Um, and then um, Roosevelt did three terms. And he was about to do his fourth term, but he died of the hemorrhage. Mm -hmm. So that is why um, he didn't do a fourth term, but he was about to. And so they pretty much was just like, niggas get old and stressed out. So let's fucking go back to two terms. And then, um, yeah. Oh, but you can, there is a possibility to do 10 years, but you... Um, it's because you were vice president and your president got like killed oh, or some shit. Yeah, yeah. And so then you took over their term mm -hmm. and then you did your own two terms. But you had to at least serve two years before you're allowed to. No, I don't even know what the fuck that last sentence says. So it makes sense. But anyway, so yeah, that's what I learned. I was trying to see if it said like the word consecutive, mm -hmm. like in it, you can only serve two consecutive presidential terms. And um, then I was about to say, well, if, you know, if I'm not the president for four years and then I decide I want to be president in eight, you know, for, you know, after that for yeah. the next four years. So I run again. But it's hurry. No, we'll never get Obama. I honestly want my next president, even though, you know, she hasn't, ex you know, she exists, but she hasn't reigned yet. Um, I want it to be a Spanish woman. Mm -hmm. I feel like that will... I think eventually, maybe one day, Cortez. Well, of course, won. but I'm just saying, well, I'm like, saying Cortez. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I wanted to be a Spanish woman because I just felt like, you know, that you got the woman, because white women, they for white women. They're not for black women. They're not for all women. They for white women. They pretend like they for all women. They want us to be their supporters. They want us to hold up the signs. They want us to be in the front lines. But when it really come down to making the rules, they get they share shit and they be like, you know what? We ain't gonna ask for too much more. And then that's the same when it comes to, you know, their fight, you know, they for white rights. It's for white, you know, LGBTQ, white rights. <gasps> Topic. Torrin, are you still there? He's still there. Okay. Topic. I am <laughs> so you're good for I don't know if you listen to the show, but hey. Um who the hell is Sorry, she was referring to me. Yeah. Our who went to A&T with us. And um, he, I feel like his he has these thought processes and these ways of thinking that, like, some stuff I can't agree with. Other stuff, I, I, I'm just like, we do not agree with each other. And usually I would be very angry. I wouldn't probably want to associate myself with him, talk to him. Daryl's unfollowed him. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, I understand because a lot of he he really does not align with our ways of thinking. Like to be honest, he really doesn't, and it's not to the sense of I disagree. It's like I disagree, and something needs to be done about it. Like he's one of the guys who thinks that um, black men being gay is like destroying um, the black masculine outlook. Oh God! So, but for some reason, I get so tickled when I talk to. I love talking to him. I don't know why. It's just the way he displays his opinion that is really completely wrong. But it's the way he displays it. It just makes me really want to like 
continue. And I'll be laughing. I really do. I just, I'd be really tickled by um, his thoughts. But um, pretty much he put up, the did the plus and LG, he said he, he's beginning to think that the plus in LGBTQ stands for pedophile. And what? yeah, and mm-hmm. um, I really wish I had the post that he was even referencing, but it's just that I've heard this argument several times and it's like a crazy argument and it's an argument made by pedophiles. Nobody actually in the community is making this argument that pedophilia is should be considered. Uh, first of all, the LGBTQ has nothing to do with fetishes whatsoever so um (laughs) being a pedophile having a fetish towards um people who are not in your age bracket in any form of the matter isn't and i think that i I always thought that should be changed like that that is not a fetish unless not even normalize that that as to be a fucking fetish (laughs) that is like because that is definitely like there's nowhere there's no state where that's legal actually (laughs) Oh, but it, I'm about to say there are several states where if your parent gives you consent, you can go be with a grown ass man. But even then, that's like have you seen teens, that Netflix though, right? special? Which um, <laughs> what is it called? Oh my god, it was so crazy! It was like crazy on Twitter for like ever. It was pretty much like this white family lived like did family shit with this other family and the husband of that other family pretty much fucked the wife, fucked the daddy, fucked the daughter. Yeah. And then like they found out that he was fucking the daughter and then he said that he went and he had, he had to um lay next to her and Matt, his, his therapist told him and his therapist did. Well, therapist, very loose. It was probably one of his kitty porn friends. But his therapist told him he had to lay next to the girl and masturbate while she's there so, um, and tell himself that he was doing something bad to alleviate himself from having these negative thoughts while playing the, the guy's voice like over. Like the guy was like instructing this. Like it was crazy. And what then like, shit. and then he pretty much, yeah, so I got to find it. I'll send it to you. So then he pretty much told the little girl that like, him and her were supposed to like build the alien race. No, aliens oh took God. them and they're supposed to build the human race so and it's up to them. And if they don't have sex, the aliens will come and kill her and her whole family because it's up to them to build the human race back up. And um and so that's why like she wasn't really telling her family. Then she ran away with him. The family knew that he had that she had like he had her and they were like bring her back like what do you mean you're not bringing her back and he's like yeah i'm not bringing her back and then um he like eventually brought her back and like that's what i'm saying like the mom was sleeping with him and this was after he already kidnapped her and was sleeping with her the mom slept with him the dad slept with him he was like he was just so charismatic he told me to suck his dick and i did like it it, it, it's crazy it it was just like (laughs) like you just watch it and you're like what What? Okay. What? Um, like the whole fucking thing. What? How do I even wow. get on this? So pedophilia. <laughs> pedophilia. Not being a part. So pedophilia. Let's wow. be clear. Let's make one thing clear. Pedophilia is not a part of the LGBTQ plus spectrum. Not yeah. at all. And, not and, at all. And, and we want to make clear that we are not. Yeah. Promoting oh, pedophilia. We are not promoting we just, it. We just. We just. You know. 
discussing this ill shit, but not Yeah, promoting. and you hear how we're <laughs> discussing it. I, I, it's too long to play it, but there is this guy. Hold on, I wanna, I wanna actually tell y'all what his name is. But he is a radio host, and he was on the radio pretty much talking about how he, he is embarrassed. His name is Shane Dawson. Oh, God. He was talking yes. about how he was Thank embarrassed because um, there um, there's a six-year-old girl that saw him in the airport and that she called him out for being on Instagram. And he was embarrassed that, like, he was on Instagram. And then he asked her she had an Instagram. And she said, yeah. And they were talking about their followers. And she has all these followers. And he, he then describes her as a sexy six-year-old. He's like, she got these duck lips. She over here doing this. She did. She a cheerleader. She's like this sexy little six-year-old. And his co-host, who's a woman, it's not that it matters, a, a human being, is sitting there like, oh, my gosh, we're going to get in so much trouble. You always do this. You always, you always, I already know that you are going to try to justify pedophilia. And every time you try to do that, I just try to ignore you or push the topic off. No, call this nigga out. Tell him that he's disgusting. Get Oh, tell all the people, first of all, people who are listening to his show, apparently this is a constant thing. But he was so confidently and freely um, just talking about the pedophilia and how it was just like whatever, an everyday thing. And the fact that he was more embarrassed about him being on Instagram and taking pictures for Instagram at the airport than he was about saying out loud, I find this six-year-old to be sexy. What is sexual about this six-year-old? Well, you don't know, like she's all oh, she's cute, she's spunky, she has a lot of the spice in her. I, I I can see that she already knows what she's wanting going for. That's not what she said. You you so you sexualized her, sexy. her. Yeah, you find her sexy. You and then you and then you pretty much said like I don't understand why somebody should get arrested for masturbating to a naked baby photo. Not only is he a radio host, but he's been on YouTube for years, and all these accusations and things that are coming out about him are not just coming out. He's been doing this shit. Other YouTubers have been calling him out for quite some time. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith jumped in on that because he has a video from when Willow Smith first did her song with my hair, like back in what, 09 or 2010, whenever year it was, when she was a kid, kid. Um, he was like 23 at the time. He had a whole YouTube video of him talking about how sexy she was in the video and XYZ and like fake masturbating to her and all types of nasty ass shit. Um, so it's like, why, how have y'all, again, it goes back to those conversations of what, what do we value and why are we still allowing people like this to have platforms when it's clear that they're trying to hurt, harm, and endanger people, you know? And so that goes back to the whole topic of, so what it, What was the thing that was said about the pedophilia with with our Instagram friend, your Instagram friend? Oh, well, no, friend. I mean, he didn't, he, <laughs> he didn't really say anything, but I've just seen him post a lot of stuff all the time where he pretty much says the thing where it's about, um, you know, it. He he sees it as you know all being left in one because he at the end of the day you can just tell that he sees that being gay homosexual person and um is a perversion. Uh-huh. You get that from him. He completely is against um Dwayne Wade and Dwayne Wade um being there for his daughter. He's completely against that. Um, he doesn't um he he doesn't believe in black lives matter because he says all and i've seen many black men make this argument saying all black lives matter stuff on their pages towards like 
um, the LGBTQ community. I'll jump on that in a second. Cause jump wanna, on it now. Okay, so I want to clear that part up too because I just had this conversation with my hairstylist the other day because he was t- we were talking and he was saying, "Have you heard about you pay someone to do that?" <sighs> yes, <laughs> I'm playing. It looks good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the style helps his hairline, y'all. <laughs> oh God, Naya. Resetting. Back. Anyway, Naya about to get fired back? on air. <laughs> Is that that's not what you said? What you say? Anyway, I was having a conversation. God damn it. You I was having, having a conversation with I was your having a conversation with my hairstylist. Thank you. Anyway, we we're talking about Black Lives Matter. We we're talking about like, you know, people donating cuz like I said, I started doing I'm doing like t-shirts on my clothing line and doing like donations to Black Lives Matter and the National Black Justice Coalition, right? And so he was we talked about, about this last episode. Yeah. So he was like, um, have you, he's like, so what do you feel about like the people saying that Black Lives Matter isn't for black men? And I was like, tell me more about what, what you're hearing. Cause I have heard that, but I want to hear your thoughts. And essentially he was just like, you know, if you go on their website, like it doesn't say anything specifically about black men. It says black LGBTQ, it says black women, um, black queer people, X, Y, Z. And I was like, okay. So I was like, yeah, let me go, let me go look. Cause I'm like, I know, I think I know what you're referencing. And I read that too, but I want to make sure I'm reading it right. So essentially, I'm gonna pull it up because I want to read it to y'all because what it is is in my is from what my view is, it's just semantics, and that's what is tripping up a lot of people, a lot of mm-hmm. times. Um, so here we go. Damn it! Did I put it back on right? You did. Okay. Okay. So if we go to the Black Lives Matter homepage, right? And we go to the section called about, right? And what we believe. Okay. Here we... You need me to read it? No, I don't need you to read it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I here's, was just no, it's okay, because I want to make sure I found the paragraph in question. <laughs> so here's the paragraph in question, right? So if you go to their about page, you can read the whole thing. It's it's long. It's It, sh- it really breaks down everything that they are standing for and whatever else. Okay, so here's the paragraph in question that doesn't mention black men, quote unquote. It says, we are guided by the fact that all black lives matter, regardless of actual or perceived sexual identity, gender identity, gender expression, economic status, ability, disability, religious beliefs or disbeliefs, immigration status or location. We make space for transgender brothers and sisters to participate and lead. We are self-reflexive and do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege and uplift black trans folk, especially black trans women who continue to be disproportionately impacted by trans antagonistic violence. We build a space that affirms black women and is free from sexism, misogyny, and environments in which men are centered. Okay, now listen, there's more that goes on to that and it, it talks more about like how they're for children and queer affirming people and XYZ and all this, that, and the third, right? I didn't see anything in there just because, and this is where I have an issue with the ultra, well, I'm gonna call them the ultra woke cis, cis hetero black men out here that are pretty much, in my opinion, acting just as bad as these as these white people talking about white life. Uh, my life, my white life matters too. All lives matter. X Y Z. The whole Black Lives Matter movement, yes, it was started by three black lesbian women or queer identifying women. But they started it because of the death of who? A young black man, Trayvon Martin, right? Right. So how can you say the organization 
does not include standing for black men when that's what it was fucking started on. You see what I'm saying? Like I think I think people are going to that just because it's not specifically mentioned and they listed out every other group. But I think that's where we as black people in this movement, I think that is also a disservice to us by listing out each part of us because it, it, it in a way divides the collective. Because um, when I think Black Lives Matter, I don't think, oh, I'm excluding LGBTQ, I'm excluding women, I'm excluding black children or whoever, because we all black. That's what they see first. Right. But I also get it for, you know, making sure you want to be politically correct to say we welcome that safe space for these groups as well. But see, I think it goes a little bit further than just the political correctness part of it. I think it's the fact that they even have to spell that out like listening yeah. is it speaks to the whole problem that we have in the first place just mm-hmm. like how we have out here like people saying black lives matter but out here being uh transphobic and homophobic and ableist mm-hmm. and whatever else against other black people that fall into those categories so the right. fact that we even now have to that black lives matter had to put up a post that said all black lives matter is a fucking problem like the fact we still it have this division even in our own community so it's like we have yeah. a whole organization because right now mm-hmm, right now it's like right now with, with everything that's going on and we actually have people that are attempting to listen to us at a national and global level we finally have attention Right now, we need to be as tight and as one unit and moves as a collective than any other time. And like you just said, it, it just speaks to we are still divided amongst each other. Right. And so I, I, I really just hate when people are trying to make that argument, especially right now. Like, where was this right. argument, like, you know... 2013 years ago you know what i'm saying like why are we just now making this and i and you know and yes if you're a person who's never had to think about like other people's gender identity or sexual expression or you didn't care yeah it might seem now that there's a whole focus on you know black trans people and like the rights of trans people and making sure they're not fucking murdered in the street and you'd be like well why do we care so much about trans people? it's overshadowing my life as a black as a black cisgendered man no bitch the fuck it's not it's really not because what now the fact that we even have to even make it a special condition to say, hey, by the way, yes, we're talking. We say Black Lives. We're talking about every person who's a Black mm. person. But he also posted something exactly. about um, pretty much how welfare dismantles the Black household as well, because you can't. Because it makes force Black men to. Because Black women don't want to work with a cheating, lying, dumbass, scheming ass man, baby daddy, and kicks him out the house and because she got on welfare after that it's be- and some states it's like oh well you have to do xyz so like in florida you have to put your baby daddy on child support if you're going to get benefits and there's Things other states um where it's just like like you have to do certain stuff before you get these benefits like he can't live in the house with you it, you know, if y'all not married, blah, 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 you're not going to get, you're not going to get the benefits mm-hmm. and shit. But in Georgia, they gave me more. They say, oh, like you have to like, cause I, I would pretend like he wasn't in the house. And he'd be like, no, you have to like say he's in the house and we'll give you more. And so, um, I just think, you know, with shit like that, like to have that mindset that it's 
like the benefits that kicks this person out the house. I'm pretty sure that if somebody relationship was really working and things were really going well and both people were able to get what they needed to do and like get jobs and do what they needed to do, then that's what they will work on. They're not going to be like, oh, let's break up. Let me kick you off the house because I want to get on food stamps. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure that's not how anybody's mindset is really fucking working. If they're really with somebody who's helping them, co-parenting with them, working with them. Now, I, and I said, and if anything, they're going to fucking lie because it's not like anybody from CPS, not CPS, but from any of those departments is coming to your fucking house and making sure that everything you're saying is true. They're really relying on you fucking up and then finding out. They're not coming to check. So yeah. now historically, that's that they did though. Um, but they're not doing that shit now. Some do. Yeah, but you know, and some. I was gonna say some states they actually do. In Ohio, they do. They definitely do. Yeah, New York. That's um, ridiculous. And you know that historical context is a lot of those states: Ohio, Florida. I think you just mentioned New York, Dale. They still have that same but thing from those the states have like those laws where that makes sense. That you're checking. Like the, uh, what the fuck that child support thing. Mm -hmm. You have, like, you literally do have to check up on that. That's mm -hmm. something that you have to make sure. That's also in the system. Like there's, there's receipts. Yeah. Like you need to check back into that. But if I tell you that I'm living alone and mm -hmm. shit, technically this, my house is shit on my lease. It don't matter that he come over seven days a week and we have sex and we sleep over here. He also got his own house. Or he also stays somewhere else. Yeah. Like how does And that's what I was getting with like the, the for more so for the welfare part, um, for that his, that historical context part of it, they would go to make house visits just to make sure there was no signs of a man being in the house to, you know, make sure that those those women could still continue to get welfare benefits. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, I was going to say, and not to get into a further rabbit hole, but just a consideration, something to think about. How does that work in, like, a same-sex relationship, you know? Like, a lesbian couple, per se. Like, how would that Well, work? I mean, at the end of the day, they say other persons in your house oh, okay. and spouse, sure like, it's, you know, it's whatever. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't like, specifically say, like, oh, man and a woman live in the same house. It's anybody, whether, like, okay. it don't matter if y'all got two different fridges in the house and the other person don't eat in the fridge. They want you to identify that other person that lives in the house. Huh. And um, at least that's what I read from um, Florida State Law. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, I just think, but, yeah, so his overall point was, like, that was just another thing. It's just, like, all these things that really don't correlate with one another, that, like, if you really look deeper into it, that's what it has to do with. It has nothing to do with black men. Like, gay people exist. If a gay man, that's like that man who said, oh, now more people want me gay because the rainbow that was on the sandwich it's like if you want to suck some dick after you eat a sandwich that was packaged in a rainbow you already wanted to suck some dick it's not the fucking sandwich so like how are you going to blame product packaging over like that shit or you know like black men leaving the household black men not giving given um enough opportunities in life and being told that the only way they're going to make it out the hood is through football or some sport and stuff like that um, or, you know, being drug dealers and all that other stuff. That's the only way you're going to make it in this world. And that is what you killing our black fathers. You arresting them. That is what breaks up the black, the black home and the black family. It has nothing to do with the fact that Daryl likes other men. Like, what the fuck does you liking other men have to do with any fucking thing? Mm -hmm. 
with your black home, what what does his home have to do with your home? I don't understand that. I don't understand how somebody like how I don't even understand the logic around it, which is why probably why I can't really explain it. Mm-hmm. It's just like I don't understand how he put you know he put that out there but that is one of the things that he said welfare breaks up the black home the lgbtq community breaks up the black home and that's a lot of people's arguments and i and i what i've always never understood is us as black people oppressing other people it's just like we were oppressed i remember in third grade we're learning about like politics europe blah, blah 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 and i'm like well if they left because they didn't like how they were being treated why they come over here and start treating us like that and doing all this other stuff. And my teacher just said, that's a really good question, Nayo. And we never talked on it after that. Like, it was never picked back up. It was just like, she was like, you got me there, bitch. And like, that's it. And it's just like, the fact that like, that shit, like I'm dead as I was like third grade. The fact that I remember that moment, like that really took me, like I was really sitting there like waiting for my teacher to give me an explanation and she had nothing to say to me. And now being probably what her age was at that time, I completely understand. Like, I don't even have a fucking answer for Amara if she was ever asking me that. Like, because the motherfuckers is stupid. I don't know. And, um, excuse me. But no, I just think that that's just overall what's ridiculous about that. And I don't understand. But there's a lot of black people who feel that way and feel the need to, to just be anti. And I think that's white people. Mm-hmm. I think that's the white man. Like, oh, lesbianism. Oh, you can't procreate. Because yeah. you can't procreate, then the relationship shouldn't exist. But there are a lot of heterosexual people who can't procreate. Right. And that, I saw that. On, uh, that was a whole other argument I saw. There, somebody made the same type of statement saying, like, oh, essentially, like, because LGBTQ people can't, quote, unquote, uh, procreate, especially black ones, like, they're breaking up the black family structure. It's like, so whatever. It's like, there are plenty of heterosexual people that can't procreate either. So what is there that are plenty <laughs> of heterosexuals who have procreated who don't take care of their children? Who right. children? Yeah. First of all, it's I've seen, ridiculous. I've seen that post yesterday, Daryl. Okay, yeah, you see <laughs> that. Like forty thousand, like it costs like forty thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars to adopt a human being, and that human being is not getting any of the fucking money. Mm-hmm. So you just paid twenty thousand dollars for me, and I don't get the money. Somebody else gets the money. You're out $20,000. Why do I cost $20,000? Why don't I cost more? Like, I'm just really confused as to what, like, how do you determine, you know, it's usually based on skin color. I know it is. I will say the black people are cheaper. I read articles about that. Like, I always wondered, I was like, you know, when I saw like a bunch of white people adopting children of color, I'm like, so what is it about this? Like, and I, and that's my thing. I've always felt this weird thing about adoption. I'd love to talk to someone who works in adoption to really understand this. But like I've always felt like it feels so weird. Cause it feels like I'm paying for a kid. You are. You're buying a child. You're buying a human being. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're buying a human being. And there are free ways to go about it. You can foster. Yeah. And then you know eventually develop it into an adoption relationship. But um, no, you're buying a fucking kid and it's ridiculous because it's like they much rather charge you for this child under the guise of we need to know that you can take care of a child um first of all i'm hell of a lot of out of luck nails fucking twenty thousand dollars shorter in my bank account like what the fuck like that's a obscene amount of money it shouldn't be any money but that's an obscene amount of money and i really don't understand it because it's just like 
I'm trying to take this child off your hands. I'm trying to be the caregiver for the child. I'm trying to get a child love, family, uh, a chance to grow up, a chance to have a, a proper social setting. And you're going to charge me how much? Mm-hmm. Or they can just sit here until they're 18 and then you just kick them out? Yeah, like that's, oh God, that's the part that like it's just, that's where I never understood. Like, just kick them out. It's just like, it's you're, a, you're an adult now. Bye. It's a disgusting <laughs> like, system. Yeah, disgusting. If you like, we say we can dissect it all day. Mm-hmm. The, and and there's and shit adoptions everywhere. Yeah. I wonder how adoption policies are in other states. I mean, other countries. But if we have anything to do with it, you know, it's still money related because yeah. that's all America is: money, money, money. Well, I did see there's some countries, especially in Africa, that have completely banned like outside countries from adopting and i'm like i don't disagree with that (laughs) at all (laughs) like i really don't disagree with that because also same thing like same thing with white people adopting black kids i'm just like there's i'm sure there's plenty of white kids that need homes too and you know love is love xyz all that beautiful stuff like i'm never going to discount that but i really be wondering like what made you consciously choose this black child this asian child this hispanic child Cheap, you know, cheaper, cheaper. So that's like my sister and her wife want to adopt, but it costs so much fucking money, mm-hmm. and it's just like that's completely unfair, Dad. They they can't have children because of that, and those children who probably would. My sister is. I give her Mother's Day cards because mm-hmm. she pretty much is a mother. I don't care if she doesn't have any biological children or her own. She's raised all of us. And she really tried to make sure that we all, like, had somebody there for us no matter what. Um, definitely with all, like, the different type of parenting stuff that was going on in all of our lives. And she can't, even if the child wouldn't, still wouldn't be biologically her, she can't raise her own. Because I know it hurts her when she be raising us and then the parents come and, oh, I want my child back. Yeah. Like, she didn't do half the work. Mm-hmm. And now you want your child back? So it's just like, I know that shit be her and her when people be doing that shit to her because, like, you grow attached to a child and or any human being. And it's just like the fact that she can't even have her own child that she watches, she raises, and it's always hers, and she's always and always calling her mommy, and, you know, they have that bond and that relationship. That's I think that's wrong that she doesn't have the opportunity, and many other people don't get to have that opportunity due to the fact that they don't have $20,000 to just throw away. Yeah. For what? Like, I'm about to look that up. What the fuck does that money go to? Fee. Again, just like anything. What fees. made up fees? Again, what made up fees? Right. Fees and fees and fees and to pay the people that work there and other fees and fees that make no sense and other fees. Because <laughs> once I turn 18, you're not about to charge me $20,000 for raising me for 18 years. Are you? Because what the fuck that look like? And I, or I don't get that $20,000 nope. deposit back, do I? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Nope, you don't. Mm. Apparently, apparently, those fees go to, you know, the house visit that they have to do and do house studies and surveys. So and, gas, uh, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And no, you're not traveling here. from California to blah, New York. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> it's I'm bullshit. Done. I'm over it. In, in my opinion, it's 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 full. A of bullshit. baby can cost forty three thousand dollars. <laughs> so that means I need. But to start you know, saving it used to be. <laughs> at this point. I. I I completely understand if I'm pregnant right now and you're giving me the money mm-hmm. as the mother as a surrogate or something. to, you know, to help to with my medical yeah, yeah. stuff and all that other stuff. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. 
the people, the right people involved so are receiving the money. Yeah. To actually go to the hospital because you know hospitals used to do adoptions for babies that yeah, people yeah. would have them instead of having abortions, they would have them, but they would sign them away. And you used to be able to go to the hospital and see what babies are here and adopt the baby directly from the hospital. But, you know, those are no longer the days. And now everything is like you've been talking about, Niall, is everything is, is mon- you know, a monetary value because it's capitalistic nature. And it's bullshit. <laughs> it's just wrong. I think, I think that's overall topic. It's just wrong. It's, it's wrong. It's, it's all wrong. wrong. And before that, before we end on that, we have something that is right, though. We're still in the midst of our school supply drive. So, so we have more than $123. I, I didn't ask for an update this okay. week, but I know we do because he sent something that, you know, we're still going strong. So I, okay. I asked for an update. I didn't get one. But school supply drive is still happening, guys. The pull up back to school drive. We are still collecting donations at the cash app, which is dollar sign. Help kids learn. Dollar sign. Help kids learn. Um, you can donate your monetary donations there. We are still collecting folders and pens as our physical donations, but anything else is greatly appreciated. Just hit any of us up in Instagram DMs and let us know if you would like to donate any physical materials. We'll gladly take those from you guys. Um, Niall, do you have anything, final words as our resident wellness woman for this week? Um, I say that... Wellness is knowledge. So I would prefer that everybody take the time to learn and to grasp and to build their knowledge because it it helps you fight later. And whether that means just mentally, politically, yourself. Like I've been learning a lot about myself lately when it comes to like horoscopes and my moon. And, and I know everybody mm-hmm. thinks that's like junk and stuff, but I really don't like, I realized that I'm far more my airy self than I am my Sagittarius self, but either way, they're both fire signs. So there's a lot of crossing similarities, but, mm-hmm. um, just that little bit of knowledge has helped me kind of just learn more about myself, how I move my action. And it really kind of put me at peace with, um, a lot of things that I've done, I do think you should still be accountable. It doesn't matter what sign, what moon, what rising, what retrograde you're in. You know when you're being a dick. I know when I'm being a dick. So it's just like, you know, at the end, they still take responsibility for your actions and what you choose to do. But there are a lot of stuff that about me that I've learned that I'm just like, it just put me in a lot more peace to have that understanding, to know why I've moved certain ways, to to, to kind of just grasp why my, um, why my intuition it's usually the way it is, and I'm usually right. And um, I just feel like having that peace, having that knowledge, getting to know you, getting to know yourself, it's just a nice way to um, fully grasp who you are as a human being and allows you to um, push yourself forward because y- you have a far better understanding of where you want to go and how you would choose to operate Um and whatever life choices you have to make. And another thing, I put it on my Instagram. Follow me, Sunflower Shakur. <laughs> um, get up. Make your bed. Get dressed. Oh, th- there's a thing about making your bed. So I don't make my bed every fucking day, to be honest. And I and this is not why, but I read that um leaving your sheets like kind of messy and stuff allows like your bed to breathe and not let so many germs like build and like sit um in one spot too long but you should obviously 
I try to wash my sheets once a week. Mm-hmm. So you should still, you know, wash your sheets as often as possible. But um, yeah. So make your bed as far as a way to help you mentally get into a productive mindset and you know that's one task all right my room's clean what's next breakfast like you're just going to keep building your tasks off like i did so much so much stuff that day after i made that bed and made that post should i made a fucking post that was already like several accomplishments for me (laughs) that day um but yeah get up get dressed even though like we're sitting in the house i don't know if you're still sitting in the house but get dressed try to look presentable I knew I was just seeing Daryl today, but I tried my hardest to look presentable because at the end of the day, I just wanted to feel good for myself. I wanted to look in the mirror and feel good about myself, and I do. So it's just those things that help you get through your every single day of being around the same people, doing the same things. Things can be mundane, but you can make them less mundane if you really put forth effort on a day-to-day. You don't have to impress the world. You can impress yourself. So, yeah. And if you're going back out in this world, if you've never in your fucking life ate by yourself with nothing, no armor, no book, no phone, no friend, just you and your thoughts, try to do that. If you can't do that, if it like kills you inside, you don't know how to be by yourself with yourself. And you have yet to learn to love just me and you. And yeah. how do you expect other yeah. people to love you if you can't even love mm-hmm. me completely by yourself? So I tell try people to do that, that all the time, Naya. <laughs> that you, happened to me you in can't college. Enjoy your no, own nobody company. showed up for the calf time. I had to eat by my damn self. <laughs> I was like, no. That was a different kind of hurt, too. And it's a total different Hey, y'all try to eat today. Oh, we already ate. That's the biggest heartbreak you'll ever hear as a college student. It's like, what? Listen. You feel so betrayed. But when you when you when you finally get to that point where you actually fall in love with yourself and you'll know it when it happens, it's a whole different level mm. of of energy that you experience. And then be like, Oh damn, this is what this feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You don't need nobody. And then that become dangerous when you sit in the house for two weeks and you ain't talk to nobody. And you perfectly okay with it. It's a slippery slope. (laughs) But all right. But But can I add something before we go? Yeah. Before we go, add add on to Niall's wellness. Yeah. What's that? Um, For, you know, movie fans, and Daryl, I see you say this earlier, you know, on Instagram through our little chat. But um, Blackest King is coming out 731 on Disney Plus by Beyonce. I did see that. for black film, um, that it is a visual album mm-hmm. that's taking place in building up off of Lion King, but correlating it to black women and black men. So I'm interested the to see that. white people want to be mad. That's and then deal. <laughs> on the day before that, for the sports fans, I, you know, me, <laughs> um, basketball comes back on. Going right into the play, uh, going right into like a couple of games from the playoffs. So, and Nio, you like the Lakers too. So, I just don't see the point. Seven thirty, the Lakers and Clippers are season. playing. <laughs> um, and then the playoffs are supposed to happen. I think starting. Are they going to wear their mask? That I do not know. Nia. Are they going to be in bubbles? Oh, <gasps> that'll be so funny. And watch <laughs> bubble basketball. I would watch that. that I would watch I'm that. Not, I'm not sure how that would work. But I would I watch know. that. <laughs> big ass court. Somebody got the land. Someone. <laughs> I All was right. just happy to see that some type of 
Sports is coming back on. Are you sure? Did you actually swipe and see that it was really them asking you to call Brianna to tell you those killers and get them arrested? Oh my god! Because look, I mean, and, and <laughs> oh I do god. appreciate people getting the word out however they can, but damn, I got I done got got so many times this week. <laughs> you thought you was about to get free I hotel stays? <laughs> I thought I was gonna get a bomb skincare routine, and, you know. But I called, I called several times. But all right. But thanks for joining us again, guys. We'll see y'all on the next one. Bye. Bye. Peace.